Hi, this is Lisa Davis, and welcome to another episode of Talk Healthy Today. The show provides you with the latest research tools and common sense tips you need to get and stay healthy starting today. People tell me listening to the show is like overhearing two friends talking about really incredible health topics that you want to know about. I like to really get to know my guests and I'd like you to get to know them as well. So we delve really deeply into topics and I like to share some personal anecdotes as well. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe, also rate and review. I've been hearing more and more about the microbiome and how important it is for optimal health. We're going to be talking right now with Dr. Raphael Kalman, MD, founder of the Kalman Center for Integrative and Functional Medicine. Dr. Kalman, welcome. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you on. Let's jump right in because there's a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about the microbiome for optimal heart health. But first, we have to establish what is the microbiome and why is it so important? Okay, so the microbiome is this unseen organ uh, composed of trillions of bacteria that play a vital role in keeping us healthy. You see this ecology of bacteria that you can't see, and it's just really been discovered in, in, in its incredible numbers, um, and their numbers are 10 times the amount of cells that we have. So in other words, we are really mostly bacteria, and these bacteria, contrary to what we used to think about bacteria, these bacteria are crucial for our health. They are our greatest, really a primordial great ally. So they, in, they're involved in numerous systems. They play a huge role in, the, in modulating and keeping the immune system healthy. They play a key role in gut health. They play a key role in modulating the stress response. They play a key role in brain health and they also play a very important role in heart disease and uh, diabetes, and the list goes on. It is so important, and there are ways that we can strengthen that. Now, I know a lot of people talk about probiotics and, and live cultures. One of the things that I've been into, and I got my friend Joanna into, is bone broth. Is that something that is good? Because I've heard that's good for the gut as well. Well, I mean, it's good for the gut to heal the gut wall, but that's not really a primary uh, okay. uh, healing modality for the microbiome. Yes. It will help the microbiome secondarily. Mm, okay. So what are the ways to help it? Well, I mean, number one is absolutely um, eating the foods that promote the growth, the proliferation, and the health of bacteria. And there are numerous foods, um, you know, mostly in the vet, in really as vegetables, but particular types of vegetables that have um, compounds like inulin in there and various fibers, um, arabinogalactans, um, found in foods like Jerusalem artichokes, jicama, radishes, um, also um, leeks, and, um, and the list goes on. But there are also um, foods that are fermented that um, increase the diversity and the health of our ecology of the microbiome. Those fermented foods could be kimchi, sauerkraut, kefir. Um, there are many other fermented foods that various cultures um, have been using for, for thousands of years. So that's you know my husband step. likes to make. Oh, I'd say my husband likes to make eggs, uh, and he mixes kimchi in them. And, uh, yeah. it's, you know, that's a, that's a nice way to go. You know, I want to jump into this heart health and the micro microbiome. Talk to us about the link between these. Well, you, you know, look, we now know that 
the, one of the main, if not the main cause of heart disease is not cholesterol, but it's inflammation, along with other causes. But inflammation that's frequently um, not detected plays a very important role in the um, etiology and the pathogenesis of cardiovascular disease. And lo and behold, um, what plays a critical role um, in keeping in inflammation down and modulating the immune system? The, the microbiome. Those trillions of bacteria um, know exactly how to prevent heart disease. But what we need to do is to keep that microbiome healthy so that it knows what it needs to do for us, and that is to keep the inflammation down and to reduce the clotting susceptibility um, that frequently goes along with inflammation. So all of this is well-known to the microbiome, and when the microbiome is healthy, it is reducing inflammation, um, it is reducing the susceptibility to, to excessive clotting, um, it's reducing insulin resistance. That's another very important, frequently undetected cause of heart disease, high levels of insulin, uh, the decreased sensitivity of the cells to insulin. All of this is well-known to our primordial friends, the microbiome, and they have the capacity to improve all of these variables that I just mentioned. What we need to do is keep the microbiome healthy. You know, it's interesting, doctor, it seems like for so long, the dominant paradigm is, you know, cholesterol, heart disease, cholesterol, heart disease. And it seems like that's shifting. Do you see that happening? And, and do you see that in the mainstream with mainstream cardiologists? Well, I mean, look, it's definitely now known that it's not just the total cholesterol, but it's, we, now, we knew about HDL. Now we're also knowing about oxidized cholesterol, meaning that inflammation and free radicals is contributing to heart disease because it's damaging the cholesterol. So in other words, it's not cholesterol per se that may be causing heart disease, but the oxidized cholesterol. And then there are also different types of particles of um, cholesterol, large particles, small particles, different um, uh, types of particles that are more atherogenic. But here's the key point. There are signals to our genes that causes a change in our lipid profile that can become more atherogenic if um, they get the, the, the appropriate signals are sent to our genes to create such a, a, a profile. The microbiome, when it's healthy, can change this genetic expression that frequently leads to the type of lipid profile and the clotting profile and the inflammation profile associated with coronary artery disease. So yes, it's much beyond just total cholesterol. But while we don't see the big picture and know all the variables, the microbiome does. That is so fascinating. When did you know that you wanted to be integrative and be involved in functional medicine versus just well, mainstream? Well, I, I, honestly, I never knew medicine. any other. I never knew any other way. Oh, really? Is that how did you but, learn about this then? Because well, a lot of doctors well, will go, I went to medical school, and I, you know, discovered this or that. Or... Well, it's because it's because of what, what I've studied before. I went to medicine. I studied philosophy oh. of science. Uh, if once you study philosophy of science, you're automatically going to change the paradigm in medicine, because it's, you, you'll see the paradigm in the other sciences, and then you'll see that in the practice of medicine and, and the way we understand biology and physiology and medicine is outdated 
in terms of the paradigm that it uses. It's so self, it's so obvious, it's glaring. And then I saw that, and then immediately I, my, I realized that I had to begin to change the paradigm in medicine as well to be more up to date with the other sciences. Now, for people who are new to functional medicine, give us a brief description. Well, look, you know, functional medicine, uh, first of all, let's, let's just call it holistic, integrative. Functional medicine is really just a component of a holistic way of understanding, and that is that systems are interconnected. You can't understand any part of who we are in isolation of other parts, because that's the way nature works, that everything works as an integrated whole where the various systems are interacting to produce a whole that's more than the sum of its parts. And you see the same thing in cellular function, cellular health. So our, our job and our goal is to understand how to change the various variables and factors so that a new complex whole will emerge out of those changes. I am such a huge fan. You're going to be joining us here again. In the meantime, you can find Dr. Kalman by going to kalmancenter.com. Definitely check him out. To make sure you never miss an episode of Talk Healthy Today, be sure to subscribe. Also, rate and review.